Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Tourism, of course, is a huge, huge industry in the county and we thought it deserved its um, its own special discussion on the programme today. So we have a panel of people involved driving tourism in the county with us here from the Future Mobility Campus. We have um, Deirdre O'Shea, who's the head of tourism with uh, Clare County Council, John Burke, the owner of the Armada Hotel, um, also Jarlath O'Dwyer, the CEO of Burren Ecotourism Network, and Nula Mulqueeny, who's the manager of the Alloway Burren Experience. You're all very welcome. Thanks for... Thank for joining us today. Um, Deirdre, I suppose, you know, you're involved with very much promoting the industry, tourism, um, from the council perspective, but it's got to be the, the biggest employer, is it? It is, it is. And thank you very much for having us on today. We, we all feel, and I feel very fortunate to be on to, to sell Clare. And it is, it's a rural county, so it is a, a significant Indigenous employment um, industry in the county. I suppose County Clare, just as you're saying there, and I'm smiling away because there's always the east and the west of Clare, but we need to, like, it's all there. Yeah. With 130 kilometres from end to end, you'll find all that you need for a magical holiday. We have the top visitor attractions. You mentioned um, we were only just talking about the, the banquet that you had last night and yeah. enjoyed it. And also the Cliffs Moor visitor experience. And then they're, they're I suppose, underpinned by renowned in, international access with Shannon Airport on our doorstep as well. So we have the Wild Atlantic Way on one side. We have the treasures and pleasures of Loch Derg on, on the east and the River Shannon. And of course, with the traditions and music and sport and innovation with our county town of Venice, the rural towns and villages and there isn't a week that goes by without a festival or an event. Mm. So it is all there in Clare and for everything within a one-stop shop there is a visitclare.ie website as well and even only outside we were talking about the Willie Clancy Festival yeah. and how internationally renowned that is and the visitors and talent that that brings to the fore. So yeah, we're, I'm very fortunate to be in the job of Head of Tourism in Clare County yeah. Council. It's, it's an easy sell. It's a very easy yeah. sell. Jarlith, <laughs> yeah, um, you're, you're here from the, the Borough and Eco Tourism Network and uh, like a lot of the tax coming in today, people talking about the cliffs and Moher, the other amenities like suppose you have the natural scenic the landscape here just lends itself so well to to tourism and attracting people well absolutely andrea and uh, we're fortunate that we are designated as well in north clare as the burn and cliffs and Moher unesco global geopark which is a major accolade really because it helps to package what the area has to offer not just in terms of you know natural wonder but also in terms of geology and archaeology and uh, that has become a major attraction for people that you know come to see the Cliffs of Moher but then realise that in the hinterland around the Burren and indeed around the county of Clare there's so much else to do and well worth spending two or three nights at a time. And that was proven very, very much so during the COVID-19 pandemic when many, many Irish families rediscovered Clare. They had been here to Isle Wee Cave or the Cliffs of Moher on school tours and returned then as adults with their families. So that was a, a major boost for us, major confidence yeah. boost. I mean, having the um, the UNESCO, the the global, the geopark, having, I suppose, the title or the branding of that, like, what does that actually mean? Well, it means that the area is, uh, you know, uh, designated as uh, an area of geological wonder, but also that it's managed as well uh, through Clare County Council, through the, the, the geopark office. And that has allowed a wonderful collaboration between uh, the business owners uh, in the Bernico Tourism Network, for example, and the geopark office itself. So we've formed a code of sustainable practice for tourism. And that means that the businesses are subscribed uh, to a kind of a, a code of, uh, you know, conduct in terms of water, waste and energy 
community and also in terms of collaborating and working together as a community. Okay. So that has given people great uniformity and it has also helped us to really brand the area. Yeah. I've never, Nuala, been to the, um, the, the Alloy Burn experience, but a lot of people getting in touch about it today. So mm. sell it to me. Oh, I will absolutely, <laughs> and we're open nearly fifty years as a as as as, as a day visitor attraction. So, Andrew, it is time for you to come. <laughs> um, yeah, no, as I said, it's a family-run business. Two two um, families from the region own and run uh, Isle We Born Experience, and we've had a few iterations over the years. It all started as a as as an underground show cave in the Burn region. Uh, the Burn uh, is is a region of about a hundred and. 130 square miles of limestone and wherever you have limestone you've got underground um, caves and passages and that sort of thing. Because of our height above sea level we don't flood very easily. So Isle Wee was opened as a show cave in 1976. We found very, very quickly then as people started to visit us that they were looking for other bits and pieces. So we started making cheese uh, at, at the bottom of the hillside and we've been doing that since 1985. We make um, oh, oh, nearly 12 tonnes of burn gold gouda every year uh, between April and, right. and, and October with a collaboration with one of our local local farmers, members of the Ecotourism Network as well. And uh, so, the, you know, it's all about working together in a very rural area, you know, so Santa arrived in, in, in the millennium and uh, we've had 20 consecutive years of, 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 of families meeting with, with Santa Claus, yeah. you know, and uh, then our Boards of Prey Centre arrived in 2008. So like that, we've become, I suppose, a destination family attraction, you know. Um, but where we are in the burn is, is just, and, and, and in Clare, mm. is, is, is just, yeah. is just a, a, an amazing uh, place to be. Uh, I'm born and bred out of it. Um, I'm second generation owner. Uh, my daughter works with us now Lovely. and it's wonderful to be able to say that yeah. you, you build a business from from where you're from, you know what I mean, and uh, and to give something back to the community in which in which you you work and live every day. Yeah. It's not always easy to operate a family business. No, it's not, <laughs> and especially in the tourism industry yeah. because you have ebbs and flows. January is a long month. July isn't long enough. And no one you can know? take holidays uh, in the and, next and, three months. No, no, there's no holidays booked. No, <laughs> no, no holidays booked. You know, but but like that, I wouldn't have it any other way because I'm showing off what what I know best. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I think when our when the visitors we talk about the visitors yeah. and they've become very, very um, interested in where their money goes mm. and how it's put back into the region and that sort of thing, you know. Um, so that, 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 that idea of regenerative and, and sustainable tourism, when you chat to the people, when you say to them, look, at there's Nuala, there's her daughter, Emma, there's, you know, they really get excited yeah. about being a part of, of that. And, uh, and in, ver- in fairness to people, you know, when they have a good time, they'll tell somebody else, and they'll come back to visit yeah. as well. well. Obviously, lots to do, lots to see uh, when you're in County Clare. Naturally, then people need somewhere to stay. Um, the owner of the Armada Hotel, John Burke, is, is with us as well. John, you're quite familiar with the family-run business and, and all that comes with that, but uh, how is business? Uh, business is, is good. Uh, there's, there's challenges with the weather. We're right on the coast in yeah. Spanish Point. So it kind of hasn't played ball with us fully this year so far. But there's a good, a good glimmer of sunshine out there today as there was yesterday. So look, it's, 
you know, it's hospitality. You always have to work hard for it. You always have to work hard to to promote and 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 showcase the destination. And you know, I suppose in hospitality now, it's very creative, very competitive. You're always trying to create and develop new offerings and new products. So there's always that's what the winters are about. I suppose it tends to be a lot of that creativity. And then when the summer comes, you hope people show up and, yeah. and that they've reacted to it. And and so far, it's been good. I, I wouldn't say it's as you know that the, we were we were quite fortunate with the last number of year, years. I suppose people. Were were really flocking to the coast when they maybe didn't book holidays abroad because of COVID, etc. Um, so now it's you know it's back to business as, as usual, which means uh, which means you really have to work yeah. hard for it, and and it comes with the highs and lows. Is it mainly overseas visitors you're catering for? I know you've you know you've you've a lot in the the wedding market as well in the Armada. Is it staycation? Is it Irish tourists? Like who's yeah. the client? I suppose now or has that changed? Uh, no, it it's very much eighty uh, percent Irish. Believe it or not, for you know even even though the international tourists are hugely important yeah. to the county hugely important to the county uh, uh, the Armada Hotel itself as a business is 80% Irish so right. we're very much a destination for Irish people and we find obviously there's the wedding part component to that which generates a lot of a lot of visitors to the hotel uh, but then we find a lot of people getting away for special occasions for yes significant wedding anniversaries or family get-togethers mm. or re- reunions like that uh, we've got the kind of active retirement profile uh, right down to the younger family so there's a real mix but it's predominantly Irish and and you know uh, our business has been based on a local trade it's now expanded to a national trade and that's very much yeah. I suppose, where our bread is buttered I suppose Deirdre when you're you know through the council and when you're chatting to businesses whether you're from the amenity side or, or from providing them um, accommodation you need a kind of a you need a variety like you, you need um, a wealth of offering and, and lots Absolutely. of options for your different yeah, types of tourists. Absolutely. And and that's where really where we want to focus because within Clare, again, I'm going to sound biased, but I'm not. We have a whole host of attractions, activities that we really need to put out there and put on the shop front window. And we came together and it, it has to give us, I have to mention the strength that we have in collaborative marketing with the tourism industry where we work together with Nuala, John and Jarlett and everyone else across the county and especially with Fall Ireland as well. We've got great strong relationships there. But what we established in January and particularly uh, at the end of last year was we don't want people leaving the county at four o'clock. We want people to stay as long as they possibly can overnight in particular. Mm. But where they can't overnight, stay as long as they possibly can and take in as much as what is on offer between like the chocolate makers, the show caves, between the islands that we have and those indoor attractions as well. So for those indoor attractions, Clare County Council then has has taken over responsibility of the Shannon Heritage portfolio of attractions so that how we now see it as, as a county council in terms of product development that we develop a necklace of attractions that's not for the profit of Clare County Council but that's for the whole well, the ethos of sustainable fact. tourism yeah. exactly for the towns and villages so that they all get their spin-off in terms of tourism development in County Clare and that includes Loophead Lighthouse Vandalore Wall Gardens in Kilrush that's the west in the south we've Bunratty and Craganown and of course in the north with Cliffs Moor but uh, you know I'm very strong minded in saying that that's for the spin-off for everyone in terms of the private industry as well as as, as the, the local tourism mm. industry as well. What, what is I suppose the, the future um, Jarlath from when, when you look at you know the amenities that, that you're basically the, the head of or the, or the front of like what's the vision for the future? Well the vision firstly is that uh, they can all survive year to year mm-hmm. and uh, that's part of our sustainability programme as well even with the code of practice that they're that they're 
profitable firstly and also that they're giving back to their communities employing local people and sourcing product from uh, local suppliers but the future really is you know extending the season uh, by you know uh, developing other markets that can travel in April and May so you know the opening up of routes the likes of Chicago that's vital uh, because when you go out marketing in the likes of the Milwaukee uh, Irish Fest you need that that link you know Chicago into Shannon for example and also then uh, developing and building on the domestic market that was so good to the area and so good to the country really uh, during the COVID-19 years and it continues to, to give you know and that's about you know educating people letting them know what's available and also you know about other aspects such as wellness wellness is a huge part of what Claire has to offer in terms of walking hiking cycling mm. and as well as that you know yoga and uh, and swimming you know huge things that have developed over the last couple of years but also in promoting culture, uh, culture is very much part of the sustainable part of uh, Irish tourism because it, there is a, an off-season aspect to that, like the Michael Russell Festival in Doolan, for example, which takes place in, in February. And uh, all the way, to Michael, you know, the Willie Clancy Week, which has just gone in Milton, another massive cultural event. So uh, the future really is developing markets and, as Deirdre rightly said, developing those products and creating awareness of the fact that you can spend so long in the area, even if yeah. you're self-catering or staying in a hotel. Uh, text in from Dan who says I had a guided walking tour of the Cliffs of Moher with some friends from the UK a couple of years ago we absolutely loved it I still remember the tour guide's name he was Cormac fascinating oh, guy yeah. yeah well well worth yeah. doing it if you're in the area I actually stayed in Liscanor a couple of years ago with two friends from Clare and we went up to the Cliffs of Moher and I told them when we were up, up around it that uh, it was no sleeve league and <laughs> they nearly went over the cliffs <laughs> when, I, when I told them but uh, um, it's it is fantastic, and I suppose it's it's probably about attracting not just the international tourist. But have you noticed a shift in in who comes and who visits Nula yeah, in, in recent yeah, years? Absolutely, you know. And the one thing I would say about our domestic uh, Irish visitor as well, it's great to have them on side, Andrea. You know, uh, an, an Irish an Irish tourist uh, in their own country becomes a very proud ambassador of, of the destination, you know. And uh, and as we all talk about the diaspora and that sort of thing, I remember yeah. there was a girl who worked with us at the cave and she went over to work with her sister in a pub in Boston, you know, and she was the best thing that ever happened to Isle Wee. Because <laughs> that went in, when you're going home now for yeah. the summer, be sure to call I'll tell you where to go. And, that, and, and tell them kids sent you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And But I, all jokes aside, you know, that, that, that type of pride of place, you know what I mean? is worth anything because, you know, we do surveys and, yeah. and, and what we get back is our number one thing. What what what, what was your springboard for mm. coming to Clare? A referral from a friend or family yeah. member. You know, we can word be... Word of mouth. Uh, yeah. Word of mouth. Absolutely. Absolutely, hands down, you know. It's not just, John, the, the Armada that you're you're involved in as well. You've um, the projects in Doolan and the, there as well, isn't that? Yes. That's all part of, I suppose, the... Well, your own vision for the future, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. The Armada is uh, is is my uh, is my main business. And yeah. Then, and then I've uh, then I've partnerships in other businesses, as you say, up up in Doolan. Um, so yeah, look, I'm passionate about hospitality and everything to do with hospitality. So it's uh, yeah, it's, it's everything everything I do. I, I actually I, I stayed in in some of the the cottages with a, a hen party, mm-hmm. part of a, a group a group last year, and um, it's funny when you see you know how tourism has changed, even in terms of like mm. the food offering and that you know the much more informal. And I suppose some of that and the outside eating has has come nearly as part of maybe the change since since COVID. But have you noticed in your time that? 
Irish tourists. Have our expectations changed? Are we fussier tourists? Do we mm-hmm. demand more? What's your... Uh, no, I think that's exactly... No, you're right. Uh, people are very open-minded about the relaxed, casual dining outside. And you know what? It's amazing when it works. Uh, I have some outdoor fishing ships going on in, in the business I'm caught up with in Doolan and in, in Spanish Point as well. And, you know, particularly when I look at it in Spanish Point, like yesterday evening and the sun was shining and live music playing outside, people are eating fishing chips. It might taste the same as the fishing chips we're serving inside, but to them, the experience outside yeah, is okay. so much more special. Yeah. You know, they're at the coast, they're visiting West Clare, Spanish Point, uh, they're coming up from the beach and they're there having fish and chips, looking out. And I suppose there's something about the sea when you can engage the other senses, that it's not just yeah. the visual one, where you can kind of hear it and see it and early, you know, feel that sea breeze. And then you're dining on fish and chips, uh, listening to live music. Like, that was never there. 2019, we, we, hadn't, we hadn't any experiences like that. And now it's, you know, it's the flagship one. It really is what I think people leave with the strongest memories from so you know when the weather's good and it's last minute generally put the music on outside and you know for me it's not as much about trying to you know generate sales out yeah. of the music it's i'll always say to the team guys you know let everybody know that staying as they walk past reception because this is an experience they always cherish you know the children are running around maybe yeah. with sand sand pits things like that having fish and chips listening to music so i think the perception of dining needing to be kind of a formal experience or, table you know, or something yeah, yeah or something impressive yeah it's very much around the, the kind of rounded experience and I think Fault Ireland's research you know, for the Irish consumer it's all around the kind of social energy they said was one of the biggest driving factors so you know good energy been around good positive I suppose the crack is the other yeah. way of putting yeah. it in less technical yeah. terms yeah. you know where it's the crack and people can relax and I think you know when you come to Clare and places like that uh, you know you're, you're coming you're coming to relax and you want to be part of it maybe at night time you'll dress up and want to you know things a little bit more formal but certainly up to 7pm you know casual is best for sure yeah, yeah. it's it's the, the whole industry I suppose in many respects Deirdre has has changed like people are you know exactly. travelling more getting an, an experience um and getting to to try out different types of tourist offerings when they're abroad and, and we look for that now and we're home. We do, we do and exactly I, I mean and at the essence that John has just captured there with the outdoor dining and that is one of the blessings or the, the advantages yeah. that came out of the Covid pandemic, that and the barren food baskets in the, the UNESCO Global Geopark as well and on top of that then with, through the UNESCO Global Geopark we've also launched the international brand of the Geofood right. which um, Alwi Burn Cheese is, is a member of as well but it's all about local farm to fork and it's all about promoting that sustainability and the, the, the quality in the, of that experience is very important in terms of the food experience as well. Uh, Kira has texted in to say Doolan is one of the most beautiful places on earth. I spent a month in one of the country cottages there recently and it was like heaven. When you get good weather, there's literally nowhere better. The music, the food, the experience, I'd do it every year if I could afford it, says Kira. Yeah. Another listener, you'll be glad to know, John, we went to a wedding in the Armada a couple of years ago. It was one of the best weekends ever. The hotel was stunning. I loved the bar in the front. It was perfect and I remember it so well. Right. Keep them coming into us. 087 106 is the WhatsApp number. Uh, John Burke, Deirdre O'Shea, Nuala Mulqueeny, Jareth O'Dwyer, thanks a million for your time Thank here you, Andrea. on the programme today. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.